0: What's up y'all welcome to another episode of sneaks Runs in life you know my name is lionel mcdonald and i am your host so you know uh you know uh, independent brand shout out uh, and today's hoodie that i'm wearing today is uh uh by hgc apparel um they make a ton of great stuff in the u.s uh I'm wearing a black by popular demand hoodie. So you'll definitely see it in the uh, the commercial that I probably already published on uh, on this episode. So we're gonna talk to my man Lee. You know, old school hip hop head. Um, definitely into a variety of different things. Lifting. You know, training athletes. Um, and, and you know, he's a DJ as well. So he he knows his stuff. But uh, stay tuned. We're just gonna wait for him to join, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there all right yeah all right so what to do so again uh we're gonna go go take two because we had some technical difficulties but you know we uh i i know that your name is lee but you go by dj lovely you know we call you a hustle and muscle also on instagram so how are you tonight i'm not bad at all man congrats on the podcast good luck
1: great timing for it also man
0: yeah, I've been I've been thinking about it. I've been trying to plan it, trying to figure out the technical aspect. Uh, you know, I even like went on uh, Clubhouse and find a, found someone that could teach me how to do it. And actually, it's really, really easy. So yeah, glad yeah. I kind of got it off the ground. You know, have been going for a week now and, you know. We're probably recorded you know probably have about five episodes I have a couple other episodes in the chamber nice. and I' just started doing some interviews so uh, you're you 're uh, an interview that I was very, very interested in doing just because of Some of the things that you're you're interested in are very, you know, um, relatable to myself, whether it's lifting, whether it's basketball, whether it's uh, uh, obviously the music scene. You're you're definitely into it as a DJ. So maybe you could you can kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and and some of your uh, some of the things on how you kind of got started. Sure. No problem, man. Like Like you said,
1: I'm into music, you know, real hip hop, you know, golden era right up even the current day very into fitness and health uh, that started way back from high school was around a lot of uh, high end athletes you know a couple of then grandville mayors got us into training very early at a high level and just continued on with it made it really
0: important all right all right so yeah I know you got a crazy home home gym I guess that's in your like garage it looks like because I see you guys always in sweatshirts it's like yeah but it's like it's like old school hardcore lifting like it's like you know I I think at any moment I could see Arnold Schwarzenegger just (laughs) pop up in there and and just like he gets he's got the next set so yeah yeah um, we got
1: uh, the iron paradise you know what I mean is that what you you call it? it Yeah, the Iron Paradise. You know what all I mean? Right. Outside, you got to bear up and do it. But listen, since COVID came down and all the problems that were happening with all these gyms, whether it be big chain gyms or independents, the inconsistency is something that was really throwing people off. Yep. And just couldn't bear it anymore. You know what I mean? I said, listen, it's not something you really enjoy when you don't know when your next workout can be and it's out of your hands. Yeah. So we just went to the point and just said, you know, uh, my son, he's very into training too, being part of the Queens University football team, and we have to stay consistent. So we just invested in it and changed the space up a little bit to make it more of a priority. And look, it's easier to take six steps than to find a parking space. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. You You got no excuse. Yeah, that's it. And the consistency increased, if anything, over COVID for me, so you know it, it takes more determination to find a way you know adapt and adjust that's what it is
0: right okay so you know you mentioned obviously uh one of the themes of this show you know it's called sneaks you know rhymes and uh and life and that's right we could talk a lot about life and you know that's you know you know you're a parent and you got a son that goes to queens you know we we obviously could get into um you know, talk, talk a lot about sneakers, yeah. um, you know, again, that's, you know, that's something a lot of different people. And, but, you know, really what kind of appeals to me is, is your, your love and your passion for the same era of hip hop that I love, which is the golden era. Right. Oh, so. Hands down. so Best there. Like
1: you can't dispute that. You can see, yeah. the, you know, the benefits of streaming and the benefits of the money coming in. That's great for the authenticness and the quality of that music Between that time period, that's going to live forever. Hands down.
0: So what were some of your early influences if we talk about the golden era? Oh, I'd say at the beginning,
1: you know, for me, what really did it was going back and forth to New York in the earlier stages and listening to, you know, WBLS and all the mix shows over there and coming back with those tapes. And then, you know, people not understanding the importance of getting this music over there and it wasn't available as ready as it was here. You'd have something and that tape could circulate for months until you know we got our CKLN and 89.5. That's great. But in mm-hmm. the earlier parts, that was it. You know what I mean? Like you went to New York and you got the newest and the highest quality of stuff that you could get that was very rare. You know what I mean? Your tape was a reflection of your musical interest. So you were getting a lot of undersound MCs that you weren't hearing. You know what I mean? But the majors, you know, everybody run DMC, the initial part of it, just because of the hardness of it. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, yep. Kane, Juice Crew, goes from that point on. But those guys put in the stamp of what we have as a foundation for today. Yeah. Hands down, you know? That's that's one of the best time periods you'll ever get in music. Period.
0: Yeah, like in in any in any genre, if any you if you genre. ask me, right? Yeah. Like just the the quality of the artist, and then really how it's not only just you know how it sounded, you know, musically, and and just different than anything else that we had ever heard. Yep. But I think also the 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 cultural impact is you know is literally beyond measure. Exactly uh, of what it's now done that hip-hop and we talk about whether it's you know sneakers or it's fashion or slang or you know just culture in general like it is the foundation it's the foundation of today that's right it made a
1: blueprint down pretty much for the structure of hip-hop and you know if you ask anybody you know give me a reflection of what it is that's the time period hands down And some of it is still relevant to today. It throws back because it was so much of a staple of the representation of hip-hop.
0: So that ain't
1: going nowhere. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, I feel
0: you on that. I I feel you on that. That's one authentic thing I love. So you talk about, you know, you talk about Run DMC and you you talk about some of these other, you know, Juice Crew and you talk about Kane. So maybe you could.
1: EPMD guaranteed. Like, they put it down. Hands down, yeah, one of the yep. best
0: duels ever. Um, yeah, well, if you heard if you heard me on oh, uh, yeah, on, on a different episode, I, that I, I got it cracking on EPMD. Oh yeah, and let me tell you, I got lots of DMs from people that love OutKast and it's like, how dare you say that OutKast is not a better deal? They just sad. don't know. Yeah, yeah, like they don't know. No, I, as I said, it I said in that episode, uh, episode three, there is no OutKast without EPMD. Exactly. Like that was the blueprint of duel you know, that's it. style. And, and, you know, Hey, you know, you say as two MCs and then yes, Jam Master DJ is yeah. a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. The, the early starting was obviously, you know, run DMC and they were the most popular. But when we talk about what the, the, the epitome of the golden era, when we talk about, you know, r- rhyme flow and, and j- like literally yep. almost, it felt like it felt like a, um, a ride at Wonderland. You're like right. it was so in sync, the two MCs being Paris Smith and, and Eric Sermon. Yeah, that's why they get the W. They
1: they have the W, and not only that, the talent that they brought in behind them, the hit squad. Yeah. That was one yeah. of the most successful and dominating squad of MCs that ever came in. You got to look yeah. at who they came and brought into the game. Oh. So yeah, to me, hands down, I don't even think that's a matchup. The belt should have been given. Don't wear <laughs> the belt, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's, no, the no air I feel air you. Took that a long time ago. Like, that's not a win. That's, yeah. that's an easy one right there.
0: Yeah, guaranteed. So you saw. So you talk about you know EPMD is is as uh, an iconic duo. So who would be if you talk just on straight lyricism, you know who would be your top five MCs?
1: Guaranteed. And this doesn't change. It's on my basement wall. Rakim, Jay Z, Big Daddy Kane, Biggie, Nas. Okay, that's, cool and that's
0: that's that that's a healthy top five. I I I find it very hard <laughs> yeah. to argue with that top five. Yeah. I I think I I quickly think of my top five, and uh, I've said I think I said it on episode one. Yeah. Um Nas would be my number one, yeah. Rakim would be my number two, Kane would be my number three. Yeah, we... Um uh uh Black Thought would be my number four. Okay. uh and then and then Big L would be my number five. Okay, yeah,
1: that's good. good. So that's no you know it, I can't front
0: on can't front on Jay and can't front on Biggie, yeah. but that that would be my five. Yeah. That would be my five. That's a solid five right there. So, yeah. Five. So um so is. hey, you know, a, a segment that I'm going to play with, you know, the true hip hop enthusiasts. I kind of do it a different spin with big time sneaker lovers, but um, I'm going to give you two albums. Yep. And I'm going to get you to choose one. No problem. Okay. So here we go. Soul food. By goody Mob. Yep. Or little brother, the minstrel show little brother. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to then going to go. KRS one return of the boom bap. Yep. And LL Cool J Radio. Turn of the Boom Band, Garris 1. Okay, okay. So, you know, just so you know, Radio was my first album that it ever got (laughs) back in like 86. So I hold that I hold that one in high regard. I think I by the time it was done playing that album my brothers could recite the entire album oh, yeah. because I just you, put it in their head. Yeah
1: it was it was hypnotic right at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dope album right. dope
1: album boom battle. That's yeah. classic to me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So here here we go. A couple other ones that I got for you. Yeah, man. So we're gonna go The Shining or Enter the Stage.
1: The Shining
0: okay all right so that that's uh you had to pause on that yeah. one, so we have to talk about that one in a second yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so let's talk about this this would be the moment of truth or hard to earn hard to earn okay to earn. i i would i would agree with you so we'll we'll definitely have to talk about that one as well yeah. uh and then let's just talk about uh just a couple different groups as well um so, try call quests or deal a soul? Try okay, and then we will go uh, my Geronimo or Royal Flush. Wow, Mike Geronimo. Okay, okay,
1: yeah, yeah and then
0: yeah, I did my homework, I did my homework
1: solid that's good you might mention
0: that to some people and they
1: might say who
0: what who okay. yeah. <laughs> but i know you, i know you're ahead so i knew you were not going to flinch <laughs> no, no. so last one i got for you is most for qualin wow damn that's hard cuz i knew this would be the one, so this, is the one. This, this is the one this is the one and i'll tell you so whichever whichever one that you say i can argue the other Oh, no, yeah for sure no problem
1: i'm gonna take most depth though
0: i'm gonna take most death Okay, he is
1: a dangerous MC. So Quali is no, dope, don't, don't lie, But most, yeah, most, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think when you look at the two MCs, I think total body of work, I think Quali is probably better. Yeah. But I think the one that produced the best album, which is Black on Both Sides, you, you got to go with most stuff. Yeah. And I think when you start to look lyrical content and you know just you know wordplay and, and i think just delivery this his sound yes, his delivery his sound in his delivery yeah. you know like this is how we talk about you know another mc that i love that most people don't even really listen to unless you're a head like yourself would be like um uh grand okay. and people don't people just don't get the flow but the flow is so unique like sadat yeah. um yeah, people just don't kind of get that uh, that flow. So hey, let's go back to a couple of these these ones that you kind of talked yeah. about. So you you took the Shining over over into the stage. You know, into the stage was kind of the the jump off for um, for the whole bootcamp yeah. <laughs> click. But uh, you you like the Shining better. Tell us why. Out.
1: I, I think overall, like, look, it's dope album. I love it. But I'm telling you, the production was a little bit nicer on that one. A little bit right here. Mean, I like that. The hard hitting So that's my album mm-hmm. out of those two.
0: I'll take that for sure. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I can see I can see on that one. I, I think there's some, you know, when we talk it's about but some of the track for track, I think when you start to get into the beyond the first five or so, yes. I think that, you know, the the consistency from beginning to end in the shining is probably better then uh then into the stage but i think you know if i think the the best MC of of the of the group between the two of them uh, i would definitely take buckshot hands down yeah 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 yes that's no doubt but i'm telling you
1: that album arrangement that's a big thing to me if you don't have to hit anything and you can listen to an album that is the measurement of a good
0: album and that's what i look at with that album dope Okay. Okay. So another one, you, you, you didn't even flinch on this one. Um, so, and, and, you know, no, nah, we'll, we'll get to that one. That's, that's the next <laughs> one. So um, I, I know that when I had, I had talked about um, again, EPMD came up and we talked about outcat, yeah. Someone said, Oh, here we go again. Someone talking about East coast hip hop and no one wants to talk about, no one wants to talk about the South. So let, let's just talk about the South a little yeah. bit. Um, so my boy, Nick, that lives out in Calgary, I, I heard you. I read you. <laughs> so we're going to talk about these two albums. We got, a, we got an album from Atlanta and we got an album from Carolina. Right. So The Minstrel Show is, is obviously an extremely special yeah. album. You know, Big Poo yeah. and, uh, and, and, and Company are obviously, you know, creatively... And together, you know, Fonte personally is my favorite of, of the two. And, and then you got Ninth Wonder on yeah. the boards. Um, it is a very special album. But, you know, after, you know, you had, um, had Outkast come out, then this Goody Mob came out album. And then if you remember some of the videos that these guys had, Dirty South, the Dirty South video. Oh. I still have, like, it still gets the hair on my neck to stand up. It was, like, something else. And their sound, and then obviously CeeLo became, yeah, yeah, became such a a huge star, like, globally, and you you didn't think that this could happen from, you know, you'd have, like, guys, you know, judging, you know, talent shows, as as CeeLo started to do, and and just making such a huge name for himself after he started to do some other projects, but Tell us why you love the Mitchell show. To me, it was actually the same thing as the sound, right? And those guys, yeah. you know,
1: just like when you measure Dr. Dre, just like how you measure Premier, solidifying and signaturing your sound is very important, especially when it's a movement in an area. And that whole sound was just iconic. You know, like you can tell right from the first few hits, That's what it is. So for me, yeah, that's one of the most, I'd say, original and actually still something to the point where you actually want more of that sound. It just draws you in. Mm -hmm. That's one of the major things with them that really pushed it to the limit for me. That's why I really look at them and say, yeah, their sound is really signature, but it's something that you need more of. And it's just stuck with them. That's why they just branched out so well. Yeah, hands down.
0: And, and I, I, don't know if you really hear about it, but uh, and I, I, haven't heard, you know, J Cole say it, but J Cole's from from the area. But I'm sure that you know, Little Brother was a huge inspiration to to him as he was coming yeah. up, right? So, listen, um, the production
1: and the bars. I, I, like, I listen.
0: They go yeah.
1: in on the bars, hands down.
0: Yeah. So let, let's talk about the, the, the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the re- return of the boom bap and, and, and radio. Listen, L.O., my guy, don't get it wrong,
1: but I'll tell you, the production on that boom bap album, the tracks, the arrangement, come on. You know what I mean? Tara's won just the cover alone. You know what I'm saying? Take a look at the cover. Yes. And you know what Oh
0: I have it in my hand. I have that's it in right. my hand. I have the seat. if you've seen me take a couple pictures of the I've, I've kind of done call it my own little commercials for my, my podcast, yeah. you see that I have a, probably a thousand CDs sitting beside, yeah. behind yeah. me in in, in this in this my, my office that I share with my wife. And uh oh that that album's in there. I think there's actually two of them and I have it on exactly. tape still. So and I'm telling you, you know what the
1: beautiful thing about that is <laughs> that's when album covers Inserts, all the write ups were important because people were looking at the covers and it was very yep. important. It's not like now where some people just get the music and then just boom, press download, and listen to it. They're not looking at anything. The artwork is important. Yep. When you were in tracks or play the record or wherever you went to buy music, that had a big impact on what you expect this to sound like. So you expected. Yep. Something that's really gonna hit if a cover like that, it was proper marketing, very smart marketing, but yeah, that album hands down without a doubt
0: so it was one of those things that you you mentioned tracks and play the record, and I remember <laughs> like in my teenage years, you know getting on the subway from yep. scarborough and and heading downtown, yes, I had to get on yep. the r t didn't know if i would i would it would shut down on the way there, but <laughs> would take the RT all the way downtown. And those are the two stores I That's would go right. to along with yep. HMV, you know, get, you know, 333 yep. young street in the yep. basement. See what, see what's popping. I still remember copying the infamous yep. Yep. And, and in, in that HMV. And I remember I, I came down the stairs and all of ice, all of a sudden I heard this beat that I had never heard before. And it was, I oh, for an okay. eye. And then it's like, and it was wow. like, Okay, wait, these are the guys from Juvenile yeah. Hell. And then it's like, wait a minute, Nas is on it. Oh my gosh, Rayquan yep, is on, okay. Where's yep. the album? Copping yep, right yep. now. And I already heard, you know, I already heard Shook Ones and I really liked the song, but I didn't even like it was like, it was, you know, back in the 90s, it was such a fight to get information. Oh, you were waiting once once a month for the source to come if out. They made the write up. You know, that was the
1: thing too. You had to be good enough yeah. to get the write-up.
0: And I was just explaining yeah. to this
1: young cat that uh, comes to work out, and he said to me, you know, it must have been different. I said, yeah, you didn't just go to your phone and press download. You had to get up, go to a record store, hope there's some left, because you never know, it could have sold out. Yep. And if it was vinyl, yep. it was even worse if you're a DJ, because you needed two copies. You can't do nothing yes. with one. So you better make sure you get over there quick, buy your two and if it's twelve inches and the album was dope, you had to buy
0: both. So yeah, because because you, you knew there was a hot remix oh, on the single exactly. that you, you need needed. You have to have it. It's a it was a whole that's different right. game. I remember I would buy I would buy and I I wasn't yeah. a DJ, but I I would always look for the single and I would look at the single in depthly to see if there was that's a right. remix on it. Like I remember I went through an era probably. Eh, Two th- uh 95 to like probably like 2000, almost 2000 yeah. and one of my favorite you know duos yep. is Mob Deep and anything they were on anything cuz i didn't know when you could find the song i would buy i would buy a new, you know i bought um literally any soundtrack oh, that yeah, they were sure. on um
1: and that's what they released remember so, they had a ton of unreleased stuff that came out on white labels yeah. too that still aren't on any streaming services to this day yeah so you know what i mean it's to show you it, the difference of the importance of get up and get it you know what i mean we had it different totally it, it was a hustler's mentality back then man you had to get up and get it and it was worth every minute
0: of it because i guarantee you still have those records to this day yep Yep. that's it man. yep to- totally do so yeah it's it's one of those things that uh you know, this generation will never understand the struggle. I still even remember, um, you know, I remember they were they had H and V the again the one on Young Street three three thirty three Young Street like it yep, stuck in my yep. head like that address like I yep. just knew where it was, and I remember that uh, there was some rock album coming out yeah. at midnight, but that night I I knew that um, you know when when uh mob deep and and uh, had signed to yeah. G unit that their latest album was coming group. out and uh so i was i was sitting there and was like hmm i wonder if they're gonna let me buy this this album yeah. blood yep, money is it. the album. album so and it was like oh they're gonna they're aligned with 50 and the sound is gonna sound different like is it gonna be like a g unit record and you know 50 is gonna be on songs so like i remember i stood in line like I hate it. you know my girlfriend at the time, who yep. is now my wife and the, the, the mother of my daughter, who's five, she stood with me. And says like, you know, do you really want to stay and get it? Like, we just had dinner and I immediately saw it, it was like 1130. And it's like, do you want to stand in line for like half an hour? And let me just ask. <laughs> so 12 came. Everyone went in to buy this album. It's like, And I look inside and the security says so like, can we help you something? And it's like, I want to buy an <laughs> album. But another one rely, released on the same day. I want to buy that one. And it's like, what, that one? And it's like, yeah, I need that Ma- D. <laughs> give me that. Give me that. Give, give me that mo double b That was a dope album too. It was worth the wait, man. Trust me. So, dope album. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's, it's so, and you know, you mentioned already, as well as inserts. Like, you would have to read the insert because half the game is not who was on the track. But who right. produced That's the it. track? You need to. Yeah. I need to know if it, it did. Primo right. jump on that? Did Pete yeah. Rock jump on that? Did did uh, did Night nice Wonder jump on that? Did Jay Dilla jump a huge on that? Difference. So, yeah, people people just didn't know. I I still remember one of the one of the the albums. I and I you know you, you had heard him a couple times on 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 daily operations, I think was his jump off, which is yep. Jay Rude the damager. And when Sun Sunrises came out on East, I think it was, you know, it was uh, a few weeks before my birthday in May, yep. uh, in in 1994. This is like right around yep. when Ilmatic came out. And process. and Ilmatic had probably it probably had just come yep. out just before. Um, and then I go to HMV, Scarborough Town Center, walk there, and I'm coming back, about to cross Ellesmere, and I open up the insert and then I'm looking it's like this album sounds amazing who produced it and it's like well premiere produced the first song like it sounded so premiere but then I start going through it's like premiere 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 it's all the way through and then you know you read the write-up and I think you got four to five mics on the source and but I think but I think you know that album if we talk about DJs for and you know more importantly, producers for a second that might be the best produced album that oh, DJ that Premier they, ever did yeah. it, from it, start it, to finish. That,
1: and they say group homes for that, that album too. Same thing. Like it's yes. very hard yeah. measure between those two because at the time he gave away some of the best things. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they weren't struggling either. Gangstar was still dope. But they were like, man, this album—you gave away some gems. Like we, they were surprised that they gave it to them, and that's a dope album. Both of those albums are solid. But you're right, man. Yeah, crazy so, beats on on that
0: album with J. Rude. Crazy. Yeah, you think of um, you think of oh. Static, and it's like, how did he make a song called Static? And then you think of Jungle Music, like all of the sounds you hear in, in, in the background. And you think of the original and then yes, the bitches, you know, that, you know, obviously was a huge controversy. I literally was talking to my, my wife earlier about it today and, you know, just, you know, topics to talk about with future guests for. So, yeah. But when you, when you listen to, you know, Uh, group home which is that album was called living proof and you know inner city life and you know suspended in time time, and then up against the wall and you know one of my personal favorites is is sacrifice and it just sounds so good and then you know the last verse um by nutcracker is just off the chain so classic those
1: were our time stamp albums
0: you cannot. beat that yeah. it doesn't
1: matter if you listen to it now, you'll get the same feeling you did when you first bought it. That's yeah. how classic that is. Yeah. And the sound quality is amazing. Like Primo, come on, doesn't get any better. That's D D time. So you know you're getting a good sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This the studio was was <laughs> mad fresh at that time. And they they I don't know, it, it just it had its that's own it. unique sound and, and feel to it. It was yeah just something else. So that's what it was, man. Trust me. So what do you, what do you think, what, do you, what are your thoughts about, you know, the state of hip-hop today? And are there any, you know, newer artists that you're kind of listening to that, you know, yeah, kind of caught your um, attention?
1: You know, like what we're saying with authenticity, originality, you know, basically being able to take your product right out the trunk and push it and stand behind it. It's not the same in this generation where there's, you know, likes and sponsorship and you know, basically a lot of hype before you even proven you're a valued artist. So, you know, like for me, I'm looking at the artists that I take in now from the golden generation. So I listen to Ransom, I listened to Benny the Butcher, Conway, you know, and and the whole Griselda movement, period. But, you know, that's at least very set up on the principles of bars, good production, and saying something. And, you know, a lot of this now Mm -hmm. because of TikTok and marketing is gimmick music. You know what I mean? And it's not there to last for more than a minute yeah. in those situations for mainstream. And unfortunately, they, they classify that as hip-hop. Anything that where a person's pretty much saying anything rhyming, they classify that as hip-hop. But there's very different, you know, brackets and measurements to hip-hop when you're looking at it. Is it based on bars? Is it based on just percussion and beats? Is this some stripper's anthem for them to use? It's That's out there that are doing their thing, and check that out. But it's kind of has the same vibe of what I'm used to, anyways, right? So, bars, totally good production. Yeah, you know I mean, say something, you know, what I mean, don't just put it together. We're not into one, two, buckle my shoe wrap. Yep. That ain't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> 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 no, totally feel you on that. And it's funny that I, I didn't even have to ask you, you know, I could have guessed who you would be the, the group that you would like, but. You know, I, I it took me a while to hear about them and then, you know, to hear oh, yeah. that they were from Buffalo and then and then just to hear like, you know, some of the stuff that they've done and who they work with and say, OK, yeah. that's pretty cool. And then, you know, they, they get salutes from pre, Pete Rock and Primo says, so OK, so they might be pretty good. And then then you take Shut them up. in and, you know, you know, uh, yep. the burden of proof, you know, by but Benny the Butcher last year was you know, between streams of thought three, you know, by by Black Thought is it, which is yeah. the top five MC for me. That was like maybe the most complete album that yeah. I heard the entire year, and and and, yeah, Conway, and Conway wasn't though, far yeah, behind. Wasn't that and far then either, but it's just they, no nope. Benny
1: is more present on a lot of projects. Like he makes sure he's out there, and Conway too. But you know, Westside is like the engineer of everything. He puts it out there to market. So yes. You know, hats off to all of them, but I mean, when it comes down for bar delivery, collaboration, Benny's kind of got an edge. Like he, he goes in. Conway's dope too. Oh. Don't get me wrong, but Benny, when that yeah. plugs comes out, plugs too. I'm telling you, it's yeah. it's gonna be yeah, that's... something serious. So he's he's got it right yeah. now. Those guys have got it. So that's kind of who the vibe I'm on right now. Ransom also. Like, That's the vibe. Of life. Those guys kind of keep it authentic and close to the roots that we're used to.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Again, you know, they're they're the ones that are kind of really doing it right now. For me and and many other people, like I'm even hearing. You know, there's many um, people that I, I talk hip hop with, you know, I, I have, uh, um, you yeah. know, I, I work at Full Locker and, um, you know, one of uh, my former associates, Cody, that, uh, you know, has gone out and, you know, doing some great things and running his own business. Now, he's, he's a huge the fan and he got on it, you know, way before me, but there's a huge age gap, you know, he's, That's you right. and I are around the same age oh, and yeah. he's much younger. But he, he sees their talent and see how amazing yeah. that they are. So uh, it's amazing that they are reaching, you know, the yeah, the generation, you know, that is, um, you know, yeah. whether you call it Generation yeah. Y or, or Z, that they're actually resonating to how good they are, yeah. you know, yes, as yes. MCs. And so
1: don't get it wrong. Their merchandise is flying too. Yes, so yes, You You see their presence yep. a lot. And I'm not talking just in ease. Yeah. It's all over. They have a good movement. So hats off to them, and they earned that strike.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. They they are definitely put in the work and you 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 talk about uh you know how the three of them have, have really have really worked together to you know and they and they, to put things out there, but they're they just put out so much product. Like they've like if you, you oh. can take a mob determine, oh, yeah, you know, they flooded the yeah, block. Yeah, yeah. They flooded the block. So so totally, um, you know, totally down with them. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, there's still some of the the MCs that have been out for 10 years that yeah. I, I still listen to. You know, I still listen to Rick Ross. I still listen to, um, you know, anything that um, that yeah, roast the five nine comes out. Yeah. I'm, I'm all over it. And then, you know, same thing with Black Thought. So yeah. there are others, but uh, those are kind of a few of them, you know, particularly Royce. And uh, and blocked out are always top of the list. You know, as soon as they drop something, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about it. Too. So
1: they're solid, remain solid. Yes. So yeah, you got to keep those guys yeah. in the rotation for the fact that they're still making music that's relevant and still yeah. staying true to what they started yeah. at. So, like I said, hats off to them. Yeah. You, know, you need to make sure you celebrate these people because we lost
0: a lot of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, yeah. it was a hard. Music. Yeah. That's that's a whole that's a whole nother episode we you know i i already started uh the, the format so i'm already plugging oh. a new episode that you know i'm going to, we're going to talk about it i'm going to talk about it for about 10 15 minutes ago yeah. just fallen mcs and like the the talent level like for for like just for a second people need to yeah. forget about biggie and tupac and you start thinking yeah. about fife and prodigy and um uh, Big yep. L and Big Pun, and and uh, and then you start thinking about just so many, you know, so many of the other ones that have, you know, ODB. Like the Dude, list is yeah. so long of guys that have, you know, left us. Guru, which is staring at me because okay. I'm looking at the moment of truth yep. on my on my desk here. Like it, the the list is just incredible of how many talented yep. MCs have left us, way, way, exactly. way too soon. So. So hey, you know, I'm gonna wrap up with, you know, uh, a classic hip hop question that uh that I'd I love asking people. So uh, you know, I know if you, you think about the golden era and, and in the golden era, there there was, you know, at the same time a big push in in call it the entertainment world oh, for yeah? wrestling and, and w and wwf or <laughs> then it become WWE. So if you kinda got into uh You know, you got into a six-man tag match. You got two other MCs that you need to be ferocious, to be nasty with the bars. Which two MCs are you taking? I like this question. We're going for
1: the belt on that one. So, yeah, if I'm taking two, well, then you're lucky because I had them in there already. I got Black Thought. It my first one. And the second one I'm going to take in there because we're going for the belt is Kane
0: okay yep i'm not messing with now <laughs> i'm not
1: messing with you if that's, that's your too. Yeah.
0: and uh, uh, i think i'm
1: coming out with a belt yep. in that one pretty easy <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I, I i don't know if you are gonna be matched by anyone that is going to be ferocious and uh, f- more ferocious than that uh i know when i answer the question just so you have context i i went uh I I went double big. I went pun okay. and I went L. So big pun and big L. So I I thought that those That's two good. guys and like we all know that both both those guys and particularly oh. big L they just oh, eat sure. people for just sure. for fun. They just don't
1: know, trust me. You put
0: that up. Yeah, yeah. I I think we we, we might have a nice <laughs> yeah, match yeah, to see yeah. how that goes down. So, you know, the the only thing is that you know. Kane is like Kane gave right. all of those guys style, So you you, you I, might you might have me in this right. one if we're talking about because uh, I, I talk again, I talk about Big Daddy oh. Kane in, in the highest regard um of MCs. Like him and him and um in and, and Rakim are just like you know, and, and I do love Nas. Like, I think like Nas is almost That's the right. child of both of those guys. If they had That's a kid, like that is, you know, one's the uncle and one's the yeah. dad and this is Nas. And yeah. This is how it ended up being that way. But, uh, no, you, you got two amazing, amazing choices. So, Hey, yeah. as we, as we wrap up today, you know, how, how do listeners find you and, and, you know, whether your music or, you know, just seeing you grind it out in your, uh, your, <laughs> uh, right. your dungeon paradise, you know, how do people find you on, uh, yeah, on, on uh, any social it's
1: media yeah you know I mean and most other platforms is just straight streets and um, but that's the main platform right there Instagram is what goes for it and I stick with that mainly and yeah you know you can basically find me either reviewing some great hip hop or checking out some other freestyles and reposting some of the MCs that I know even locally but yeah you know it, it's good to network and especially in these times when everything and share some info and spread people's information out on some of the things that you're either relevant with or want them to get on so it's always good to do that you know what I mean network build inform people yeah. share some information you know what I mean just like what you're doing now that's good look with this I love that
0: yeah all right so again Lee I really appreciate your time so again everyone can find them at uh uh I, I DJ lovely or you know, hustle and muscle um you can definitely find them on the gram. Uh so appreciate your time. You know this went longer than and normally scheduled but no we got we got into heavyweight serious. conversations. So I am I, I, I was totally, <laughs> totally cool that this went uh, that long. So much appreciated. Shout out to yeah. my boy, my Ro- Rohan. You know, I know you're uh, you're you're probably resting now, yes, but I know sir. you'll be lifting big weights tomorrow. So, uh, unless <laughs> unless that Nobody's is rest day, but uh, <laughs> no, Stay yeah. Blessed. All right, man. So much respect, mad, mad love, and uh, and thank you again for joining the podcast today. And again, it's street. Um, Uh, sneaks rhymes and life but uh, we talked heavyweight heavyweight rhymes and and beats today so appreciate your time and uh we'll definitely talk to you soon on the ground all right appreciate it talk to you soon